0: AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay. Welcome to The Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K.
1: Cause I'm TNT, I'm dynamite,
2: TNT, and I win the fight. TNT. I'm a power
3: load. T-N-T. Watch me explode. Well, T G I F out there world and San Diego and all my friends out there listening and watching on Facebook Live and all the different streaming apps and the way that we stream, I am so happy. I'm happy that it's Friday, but I'm especially happy to share this time with you. This is the Andrea K Show, and I am thrilled to be coming at you from the AM 1170, The Answer Studios in foggy San Diego right now, but that's okay um, because, you know, hopefully everybody out there who's stuck in this traffic, in this foggy traffic, is going to have a good time. With dynamite in a dress on the ride home with them and sharing this ride with me all week long amongst everybody out there on Facebook Live and all the ways to listen is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Be
4: careful where you put that carrot.
3: Caught me off guard there with that, my brother. Hey, what a ride it has been this week. And I'm not just talking about the ride home for San Diego's San Diegans getting to share this time with you. But just this week in general, it has been a ride and a half. I have had a thrill uh, this week just getting to go daily and getting to talk to everybody. Thanks to everybody who's called in and said hi to me and chimed in on my topics at the number in case you do feel like calling in and saying hi to me it's 888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 do not be shy especially if you want to disagree with me on something because that's that's sometimes when i have the most fun it has been quite a ride for america quite a ride for the Obama administration and it's getting to be quite a little bumpy roller coaster ride for those who thought they were going to take down president Trump via the Mueller investigation or via the latest hit job with this book that's coming out. Um, and we're going to share some of the ride and talk a lot about who's really on the way to a really bumpy, miserable ride. This whole hour is going to be about who's up and who's down and who's going down. And let me tell you, there's, when it comes to, the complications of the roller coaster ride and what's going on in DC involving the phony false Trump Russian Mueller investigation. What's going on with the Clinton email investigation that's supposedly been reopened? The probe into the Clinton Foundation? What everything's happening with Comey and the fusion GPS? I am so thrilled tonight that to help break it all down and take this ride with us is none other than the woman who wrote the book on corruption in the Department of Justice, and that's none other than Sidney Powell. She's going to be with us to help us figure it all out. But before we talk to her about that, the woman who actually wrote a legitimate book, we got to follow up on the book that cried Wolf. That's the book written by this man, um, um, last name Wolf. I don't even know what his first name is. Oh, um, Michael Wolf. The fire and the fury inside the the Trump White House. Now, y'all know that I was really speaking of rides, uh, Bannon and who's up and who and who's going down. Bannon's kind of gone down. This hasn't talked about a bad ride. It's been a bad ride for Bannon this week because he opened his mouth and said some things that he has not denied. I still hold true to that, that he should have. First of all, this man should, have, should have never be been let into the White members. House. OK, at all. Nobody should have been talking to him. I mean, with everything and all the leaks and all the crap that Trump had to face going into the White House, it's a little surprising that this man was given. In any access whatsoever, <clears throat> but I think that it's because you know we did have a lot of you had. It's like I talked about last night. You've got this outsider coming in who really didn't have a machine behind him, so of course it was going to be a little sloppy, like sloppy Steve. Um, however, this man himself with this book. Said himself that it's nothing but a bunch of pie crust. He 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 can't even trust his own reporting, his own writing. He he acknowledged that the book what, he wasn't certain of all the content that was true. And I got the flashing before Greg Gutfeld said it tonight. You can check my Twitter feed. I think long before Gutfeld. I, I I'm not gonna say I'm the only one that drew a parallel between his book and Hillary Clinton's, but this book, as I said earlier today, this book by Wolf is as accurate. And as relevant and as likely to take down Trump as Hillary Clinton's book, What Happened? But what I will say about this book is that at least he's knocking it off the the shelves. One of the things that I do like about this book is the fact that he is killing Hillary in the book sales. But it's actually astonishing that the left actually thinks that this book is going to somehow hurt Trump. What's the revelation in this book that's worse than the Billy Bush Audio tape that he's not sharing a bedroom with Melania because he snores or that Ivanka Trump thinks that his hair is bad and and the way he comes over. It's ridiculous. It's, these people still don't get it. They still don't understand the fact that no matter how brash uh, Donald Trump was, all the stuff that was revealed about him, like the Billy Bush video, that the American people brought him in, not only in spite of that, but in some ways because of it. They were desperate to bring in an outsider, to turn things around in America, to drain the swamp. The chance, drain the swamp and lock her up were not meaningless. It meant something to the American people. They also saw that this country was on the rock, going down the tubes economically, and they trusted that he was going to come in. at least they wanted to take a chance on a businessman coming in. So while the left has been hysterical and obsessing over this book, thinking that maybe they were going to, the narrative, the overall narrative being pushed by this book, that he is somehow unfit for office, that they actually thought that that was going to work. Here's what's been going on last night. We reported that the Dow had reached another record at 25,000. We now have um, new numbers on job. 1.8 million jobs have been created since President Trump took office. 196,000 just in manufacturing unemployment for black people is at a 45 year low they're desperate how how can this man be unfit for office when he's providing those kind of results and don't tell me you liberals out there i've opened up the phones you're welcome to call in liberals but i got a caution you want to call in and tell me that president obama somehow deserves some credit for this and you're going to face some dynamite okay don't even bother i wouldn't bother with that if i were you And then on top of it, we find out, while the left has been obsessing about this book, what has President Trump done to help us become energy dependent, energy independent, so that we're not reliant on terrorist regimes who want to destroy us? He's opened up drilling. He's opened up drilling that hasn't been done off the Pacific coast in over 40-something years amazing amazing what this man is already that's why they want to take him down and that's really what this whole crappy phony trump russian collusion crap was about from the beginning it was never about anything about Russia. We all know that it was all about the left. They didn't get what they wanted as they tried to overturn the election result in advance. You look at Hillary Clinton and the way that she hijacked the DNC and tried and stole the primary from Bernie Sanders. They and and all the collusion that was going on behind the scenes to affect this election with the media, all of that. It was all and and they were shocked. That Trump won, and ever since then it has been a silent coup that has gone on with the help of both opposition parties. Joining me now to talk about this is Sidney Powell. She wrote a real book. She wrote the book on the corruption that's going on inside of the Department of Justice. She was a whistleblower on the DOJ long before anybody was blowing the whistle on what's been going on there. And and it's been quite the ride this week, like I've said, about what's going on. And it so many moving parts, so many moving cars on a roller coaster that I had to bring Sydney on to help me figure it out. Sydney, welcome back to the Andrea K Show.
5: Thanks so much, Andrea. It's always great to be with you all. Oh, thanks.
3: Okay, so...
5: I don't know. We're not just playing whack a mole anymore. Uh, We're playing whack a hydra. Every time you come (laughs) on, cut off one head, nine more appear.
3: Right, and in fact, I thought, oh my gosh! In in trying to prep for your interview tonight to come on, and thank you so much for coming on. I I tried to make list. I've got pages of list of just new stuff that's come out in the past couple days and I tried to divide it up between the Mueller investigation and what's going on over there with what's happening with Comey, what's happening with the Clinton Foundation and actually they're not all separate as much as the Hillary Clinton supporters would like to make us believe that everything with Hillary was litigated, it's done, over with, she was found innocent. It's actually all part of the same thing because it's all basically with this corrupt Department of Justice and FBI has been doing was um, covering up the crimes and the corruption involved with the Obama administration, involved with Hillary Clinton, involved with the Democrats. While they were covering that up, they were trying to stop President Trump from being elected. Once he got elected, then they've been trying to undo some coup with this phony Russia-Trump collusion story from the beginning, and it's all kind of falling apart. Did I summarize that well?
5: I think you did. I think it really is a hydra, and it's it's all related. It, it all occurred to first try to ensure that hillary clinton got elected and then like you said the follow-up is to try to take trump down because they can't the the establishment on both sides can simply can't expand the fact that they're all being exposed we now know how manipulative and manipulative the media is we've learned a lot about the deep state and things that we would never have found out had Trump not been elected. I mean all of this all the DNC mess and and the whole Russia collusion thing and the extent to which the FBI went to create all this and or certain people in the FBI did like Mr. Stroke and we wouldn't have learned any of that if Trump hadn't been elected. It would have all been successfully covered up.
3: The, true. However, one of the things – everybody was so excited that there had been reopening of the, Clinton, of the investigation of the Clinton emails. Um, coincidentally, as the feds were going to issue warrants on the Clintons for investigation of the Clinton Foundation, the House uh, – I guess their House in Chappaqua attempted to Vince Foster itself – and lit itself on fire um, i'm thinking right. i'm thinking wait a second, why do we even need before I even get into some of the latest news and we're going to have to take it into into the next segment, but why do we even need at this point additional investigations haven't we already haven't the revelations just this week alone in terms of Jim Comey and the that we actually now saw the letter the drafts that he wrote. Exo- attempting to exonerate Hillary Clinton in advance. We could see in those letters they, they, how they massage the situation. They knew she was committing crimes. Why do we even need any additional evidence at this point?
5: Well, it depends on how they want to go about prosecuting it. If they do, they really should convene the grand jury and appropriately ask questions. There never was really an investigation Of the first time around, there was no grand jury convened, no subpoenas issued. I mean, look at what Mr. Mueller's been doing. People have been hauled into this bare bulb room in the basement of some building that nobody even knows where it is. I mean, it's a lot of drama associated with it. And, you know, he's talking to everybody. None of that happened with the supposed Hillary Clinton investigation. But I agree with you. There's a case right now that could be prosecuted against her that would require very little work because so much of the evidence is already in the public domain. We know that there was confidential material on her computer Mm -hmm. that was relevant to the national defense that never should have been there in the first place. And the fact that it was even set up and the first thing hit it was a violation of 18 United States Code Section 793, the Espionage Act. Absolutely. And, and then we know that about 10, 10 to 20 years in prison, I think.
3: Exactly. I mean, why do we need to take any taxpayers' dollars and actually do any further investigation? It makes people cynical and it makes people think, you know what, there's never any end here. I'm looking at two right. pages of there's notes. There's not of,
5: much investigation that's needed, but there are a few things that should be done the right way.
3: OK, so, you, so you're thinking that the next step should be a grand jury. For, yeah. and, that's, and now is that, for, is that just for the Hillary email thing or the Clinton Foundation or both?
5: Or both. And and Huma Abedin. I mean, I think there's enough evidence right now to indict Huma Abedin from what I've seen in the press.
3: Well, absolutely. Because what did we find that I I think Anthony Weiner's laptop, they know 18 pieces of classified information were on Anthony Weiner's laptop. And and, and, and that we just found that out because that happened to be one laptop that wasn't allowed to be destroyed um, as a part of what Comey did with her staffers
5: right yes probably thanks to the new york police and and some loyal fbi agents yeah now that's that's 18 separate counts of violations of 18 u.s code section 793 right there
3: now do you think that if if and president trump has already said that he wants to see her indicted what is the likelihood that that will happen and if so do you think that she'll sing on hillary or do you think that she will take the fall fall on her sword for hill
5: uh she might very well fall on her sword for Hillary but I I definitely think she should be indicted and it should happen soon
3: Yeah, well, it should happen immediately because let me tell you, Michael Flynn, he's already been indicted, right? And what was he indicted for? One misstatement? What did they do? He said, and, you know, they, they parse. If they want to go after somebody, they can, they can take two sentences and because one sentence had the word the in it and the other one didn't, they can slap you with an indictment. Meanwhile, we know this woman had classified information illegally on her laptop and she's still walking around unindicted.
5: Yeah, and then sends it to her pervert husband.
3: Yeah, just
5: brilliant. Yeah,
3: exactly. Who's who's likely to, who who's in a position to be black female for it? Now we got to take a quick break. We come back. I want to carry this on because I want to get into some of the other stuff that's happening with. Um, Comey himself and his leaking of classified information, as well as what's going on. I've got a couple questions about the Mueller investigation and what Nunez has done and Grassley himself. So don't go anywhere, Miss Sidney, and you listeners out there don't go anywhere as well. We got more of the Andrea K show coming up.
7: If you don't have an estate plan, then the state
8: Nothing is more important in today's technological world than a good education. So if you're a parent or a grandparent, the best thing you can do for your child or grandchild is give them a head start and invest in their education. So before you automatically place your child or grandchild back into a public school setting, I urge you to consider taking advantage of AM1170 The Answer's half-price tuition program and give your child an outstanding education at a top private school for half-price. From preschool to high school, new students only, half-off for the 2018. 2019 school year just log on to am1170theanswer.com for the complete list of schools in your area choose the best school for your family then listen tuesday february 6th at 3 p.m for the phone number to call the entire half price tuition goes in your credit card and then your child or grandchild is enrolled for half price listen tuesday february 6th at 3 p.m for that important phone number visit am1170theanswer.com for details and complete list of schools that's am1170theanswer.com
2: Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for people to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. To participate, you must call 619-822-2686. If you or a loved one is having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult... You are needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first-ever natural-sounding new technology right in the My Hearing Center's office. Try before you buy what a great concept exclusively at My Hearing Centers. Call and book your free hearing evaluation and free trial in one of their many convenient locations with absolutely no fee or commitment. Don't wait. Call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686. AM
6: 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Who besides me has Powerball fever? I got me some lottery fever tonight. DJ Carrot Sticks, did you buy a ticket?
0: No, I did not
3: it's oh
8: man. Is it tonight is the powerball tonight
3: well i think it's tomorrow night there, okay. there's the powerball and then the mega millions the combined it's like one point something billion dollars and i know i got a better chance of being struck by lightning while jumping on my left leg eating a donut but you know what somebody's got to win it at some point and nobody's won it since october
0: so you it, might not see me on monday
3: well yeah well <laughs> you know maybe maybe we should all go in together Every me, you, all my Facebook friends, y'all. Let me know if you think that we ought everybody watching on Facebook Live. Let me know if you want to go in with me on this little ticket. Tell me how we should spend the money. Uh Speaking put of money, a bu-
8: billboard on Trump's new wall down here. Put a big giant, the biggest <laughs> billboard ever, and Kay across the whole Tijuana border. <laughs>
3: That's a great idea. We're going to talk a little bit about some immigration and some issues going on because I don't know if anybody heard. I don't. In fact, I, I guarantee you, Sidney Powell heard. Uh, what happened with Kate Steinle's killer today in California? But while I've got Sydney Powell on the show, I've got to keep keep on track with everything that's happening uh, legally. Um, talk about winning the lottery—that's the Clinton Foundation who used their fa- <laughs> right. Sydney's laughing because they used their foundation. It was like their own personal lottery, wasn't it, Sydney? Oh, totally,
5: their own personal piggy bank for private jet trips and anything else they wanted.
3: Yeah. You know, here, there's this crappy, phony, false Mueller investigation all about Trump and colluding with the Russians to affect the election. You want to talk about collusions with the Russians? I reported this back when it happened when Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State was working as the, to set up the Silicon Valley in Russia, working literally as the business developer for that, lining up all these corporations to invest over there who coincidentally then invested in the Clinton Foundation to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars plus speaking fees for Bubba while at the time with this uranium one i don't know how many documents were burned up in chateau clinton but there's still enough records to get them on pay for play is there not
5: oh yeah i I think they already have a lot of those and i still think (laughs) the email the entire email database has got to be somewhere somewhere
3: but I just can't
5: it, imagine but it, as many servers as were right. in play, and you know Google has everything.
3: But let me ask you this: Do they even need it, though? Because isn't it enough that they deleted thirty-three thousand emails that were under government subpoena, which are felonies?
5: Well, it's an obstruction of justice count to delete evidence under the Sarbanes-Oxley provision that Hillary Clinton herself voted on as a senator to add in, to fill what they saw as the gap in the law that allowed Arthur Anderson to get off for what it had been charged with on a made-up crime.
3: Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah
5: she, so,
3: she, I, I, <laughs> so again, isn't it just another example of the fact that we really don't need – I get – I hey, impale a grand jury, but isn't there enough to indict her at this point?
5: Well, you have to have a grand jury to do an indictment. Okay. Oh, which so brings. So there has to be a grand jury.
3: Right. Well, that brings me to my next point because we've got we've seen drafts of this letter from Comey, in which then was uh, um, where he talks about gross negligence, which I guess then Peter Strzok struck came and turned it into um, a lesser um, reckless
5: reckless disregard reckless disregard or careless, or careless maybe it was carelessness extreme carelessness I think was a words they chose
3: yeah which coincidentally were the same words that obama used in different media outlets and then he goes on comey then goes on to say that no prosecutor would bring charges well that was never his role to do that wasn't it no
5: he wasn't the prosecutor he was the director of the fbi the whole clinton investigation the first time around the A farce, a complete farce. I wrote an article for the New York Observer a number of three years ago, I think now, called The Countless Crimes of Hillary Clinton at Observer.com. And it details some of the applicable law. And that was according to what we knew just at the time that she had turned over her uh, computer, wiped clean. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. we know even more since then. Right. And And, I'm sure there there are tax issues with the Clinton Foundation, not to mention other things.
3: Yeah, they had gone back and 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 re uh, and, and amended their tax returns after it was found that they hadn't reported a lot of income. How convenient. That was right before she decided to run in the primaries. Um, but they can't keep up with the millions they raked in there. Well, exactly. <laughs> and 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 I don't and I'm hoping there's also going to be some the, the people of Haiti would like a little investigation and like to get the money back um, from them as well. Um, some other things going on involving this. I mean, the the Mueller investigation that was uh, we still have not been told what the problem. I have nobody's ever answered the question to me what the probable cause was for a sitting Democrat president to launch and surveil and spy on the opposition party presidential candidate and his team. It is pretty clear to me that we can connect the dots to this phony, false, the lies constructed and paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign through the DNC that she stole and Fusion GPS and Christopher Steele. I think that we can connect that. I think that we can assume at this point that it was that. And that's why they're trying to hide from us what the probable cause was, because they know that that was false and everything else is fruit of the poisonous tree and The entire investigation would crumble if that happened, if we found out that that was the actual cause of it, correct?
5: Uh, It would cast a serious pall over the entire investigation, yes. I mean, I don't think a special prosecutor should have ever been appointed in this instance. And I think we're going to find that very high-level people— at the FBI and the Department of Justice, including likely Mr. Bruce Orr and maybe Sally Yates and um, maybe Jim Baker, who just stepped down as general counsel of the FBI, certainly Mr. Stroke and others have their fingerprints all over the crafting of the Steele dossier and presenting it as part of, as the main part to get the FISA warrant, which had first been declined and then Mm -hmm. Mr. Steele did one more uh, version or one more addition to his dossier, and then they managed to get the warrant.
3: Well, the first um, recommendations for criminal investigation or charges, I guess, from from Congress went to Steele today. He is being accused of making false statements to multiple media sources. I, again, I, I don't understand why he hasn't already well, been arrested. Not, that's
5: That would be a civil offense. That wouldn't be a criminal offense.
3: Well, then it, um, well, it, well, then, why why did they recommend criminal charges?
5: I don't know. I mean, I'd have to, I have not looked at that letter. I did see that it was referred for criminal investigation. I mean, it certainly warrants an investigation to see, you know, if he absolutely concocted this and who conspired with him to concoct it because there are a bunch of other people involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, frankly, it wouldn't surprise me to learn at some point this went all the way to President Obama because things like this don't just happen without people in the White House knowing it. I mean, Sally Yates knew something. Um, Loretta Lynch knew something.
3: Well, clearly Loretta uh, Lynch knew something. And speaking of obstruction of justice, why is it when Comey actually back in the spring, says to the GOP that Loretta Lynch told him to, to refer to it as a matter and that he was disturbed by that meeting on the tarmac, why the GOP did not immediately call for a special prosecutor and immediately haul her in and start investigating her. The GOP, see, this is what concerns the American people, is that we're just now going to end up with endless investigations and it's going to end up being as as feckless as the Benghazi investigations. Had tip to Nunes. He's brought in pretty much everybody you just listed to come in for interviews as well as he's gotten... Eight months later, finally got Rosenstein to agree to give him unredacted documents. Um, but the Amer- when the people chanted, drain the swamp, Sydney, and lock her up, it was not meaningless. And that was before no. any of these recent revelations. The American people are looking for the Republican Party and the Trump administration to start holding people accountable. The American people are sick and tired of – of having their lives completely under the thumb of the government, whether it's an unpaid parking ticket or whether it's some tax deduction from Home Depot that the IRS didn't think they should take. Our lives are completely subject to the jackboot well, of tyranny from our government. Do
5: whatever the heck they want and get by with it all. The more power they have, the more they get by with, a of the double standard for the Clintons.
3: Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are wondering if there will ever really be accountability. Do Put on your crystal ball and tell us if you, with all your experience you have more experience with the DOJ than anybody that I've seen in the media you were talking about Andrew Weissman long before Mueller lined up his his hit squad with Weissman do you think knowing what you know that the american people are ever going to see accountability
5: i think they will i think they'll start to see some within the next year And I think Devin Nunes' committee is making some excellent progress. I think a lot more will be coming out of that. Just getting the documents is going to be very interesting. We've got the report of the inspector general, Michael Horlitz, coming out sometime soon in the next year that will deal with the uh, Baker at the FBI and Stroke and Comey. That's how we got the Stroke text messages in the first place that led to his removal from Mueller's task force, although he's still at the blooming FBI, yes. heading up the HR department, I think, where he has access to the files on everybody.
3: It's crazy. I I know I'm I'm up against a break. Give me give me one more minute. DJ carrot sticks. I've got another question uh, for Sydney. Uh, Paul Manafort. It hasn't gotten as much attention as I think it should deserve. He filed a lawsuit um, because he says that Mueller has out overstepped uh, the bounds of the investigation. But don't special prosecutors basically get a blank check and they get to take the investigation wherever they want for however long they want.
5: Well, Rosenstein certainly gave Mueller a blank check, and I don't expect a lot, if anything, to result from Manafort's separate suit. But there is a very valid concern raised in that suit with respect to Rosenstein having not even designated a crime for Mueller to investigate. I mean, the statute requires a crime to be specified, not just a go-dig-up-whatever-you-can thing. I just don't know and seriously doubt that civil suit's going to be a way to get anything accomplished there because the criminal case is going to take priority over everything. But I would also expect him to raise some of that in a motion to dismiss the indictment. There are a lot of grounds to move to dismiss that indictment in well, the criminal case.
3: Well, doesn't it depend on what judge it goes in front of for that? Because, I mean, you know, Obama, boy, didn't they didn't they stack the courts against America, yeah. against the Constitution?
5: Yes, they they definitely did. But there are some good judges in D.C. For example, uh, Judge Contreras had re- recused himself because of his role on the FISA court, which makes me wonder if he's not the one who signed the FISA warrant for this uh. whole thing. And that poses a whole other issue because Michael Flynn had Judge Contreras, but now he has Judge Emmett Sullivan. And Judge Emmett Sullivan is the hero of my book, License to Lie, Exposing Corruption in the Department of Justice, because he appointed a special prosecutor to investigate the entire Department of Justice. After the corrupted prosecution of Senator Ted Stevens.
3: Mm, interesting. Um. Okay. It just is so many twists and turns in in this. And um. Uh, I, I when when is there going to be these interviews with Nunes? I'm
5: sorry. What did you
3: say? When is Nunes going to be interviewing um, Strzok and Carter, and Lisa Page and Sally Moyer?
5: I don't know oh. what the schedule is for those, but I think they're coming up pretty soon.
3: And those will be those will be um, by, uh, closed session, right? I mean, they, they they don't. How come people like that don't come have to come forward and be hauled before Congress like other people? It may
5: be, it, it may be the intelligence committee that's doing the investigation. I think it is. Okay, and they probably have uh, specific rules to that. Committee.
3: There are increased Last question for you, because DJ Carrot Sticks is about going crazy over there. I'm so behind. I'm going to a break. But a lot of pressure, increasing pressure on Jeff Sessions to step down, and a lot of people going back and forth. Some people saying he did the right thing and recusing himself. A big a story came out today, and I think it was the New York Times, basically saying, "Oh, President Trump, he shouldn't have done what he did. He had his he had his White House counsel go and try to pressure Jeff Sessions to not recuse himself, saying that he wanted to be protected. Well, of course he did. Of Course, he expected his top law enforcement officer to protect him from a silent coup being waged against, you know, Clinton crime cartel, you know, buddies to come after him and try to unseat him. And, you know, um, Jeff Sessions, he did not have to recuse himself, even though I guess he did get some advice from people to do that. Where where did did he do the right thing or not, Sydney?
5: Uh, I have mixed feelings about it. I know good lawyers on both sides. I have not researched the issue myself. I think it certainly looks better for him that he had recused. But frankly, if I'd been in the situation of accepting that nomination and then something like this comes up, I would resign. Yes, that was the because the attorney general should be in charge of the entire Department of Justice. There are constitutional and other problems. Anytime you have a special prosecutor, Lord knows there were 50 million scandals in the Obama administration. And over eight years, we never got a special prosecutor appointed for everything. But in the first couple of months of the Trump presidency, there is one. And then we find out all these other things going on behind the scenes before that the Obama administration little bombs they put in place. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're dealing with.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's not a question of whether or not he should recuse himself. It's that if he felt, if if that was in play, then he just isn't the right guy for the job. And if he's not the right guy for the job, then he needs to go. Sydney, how can people get your book, which is the book? You can't really understand what's going on with everything here unless you read her book.
5: Um, Licensedtolie.com is the website where you can order from me directly and even get an autographed copy, or you can also buy it on Amazon.
3: And please follow her on Twitter and on Facebook because she posts every day with all kinds of great information. And thank you so much, Sydney, for being here. I appreciate it.
5: Thank you, Andrea, for letting me on and all that you do. All right. Have a great night. Thanks. Bye-bye. All
3: right. You may go to break now, DJ Carrot Sticks, before you come over and break my neck. Stay tuned. we got more Andrea K Show coming up, lots more stories to cover, and your calls. Call me here, 888-344-1170. What's on your mind?
2: Hi folks, it's Jim Peterson of Solo for America by Peterson Dean. Look, I want to talk today about good, and I want to talk about great, and what the difference is. There's a big difference between good, which is what our competitors are, and great, which is what Solo for America by Peterson Dean is, great. We don't settle for good, great. We have great products, great people, great services, great prices, great warranties. Nothing we do is good enough. It has to be great. like you to give me a call if you need a new roof solar power system, a new fence mended or built, or backup battery for your home. The number is 888-981-7563 That's 888-981-7563 Look, it's not good enough at Solar for America by Peterson Dean. It has to be great for our customers. 888-981-7563 888-981-7563 Solar for America by Peterson Dean CSLB 468-117 This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The
9: Iranian people have taken to the streets in the largest mass protest since 2009, demanding freedom and economic change. There simply is no bigger story in the world right now, and the media establishment ought to be covering it more extensively. There are several options available in the United States as we consider how to respond. We can assist the Saudis and the Arab states in providing satellite Wi-Fi services to the protesters who are currently blocked from using social media by the Iranian government. If the Iranian government attempts to brutally repress the protests in the style of the infamous Tiananmen Square crackdown in China, the United States should consider instituting a blockade. Individual trade sanctions are also a possibility. There are even reports that the United States has given the okay to Israel to assassinate General Soleimani, who is the commander of the Iranian Quds Force of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. Whatever action is taken, we must praise the decision of President Trump to support publicly the Iranian people in their effort to live in a country that is stable and offers them and their children a decent standard of life. I'm Hugh Hewitt.
1: Message and data rates may apply.
9: Remembering when to change your fridge
4: filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER55 to five four three five four three and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, you can save 10% and get free shipping. Text WATER55 to 543-543. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not save 10% and get free shipping? Find out how by texting WATER55 to 543-543. That's W-A-T-E-R 55 to 543-543. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening
6: to The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer
3: back to the Andrew Kay Show. It is Friday. We are celebrating a wonderful ride this week here on the Andrea Kay Show where I get to ride home with everybody during the drive time every day from six to seven now. I'm just loving it. I am just I'm loving life so much. I maybe I might need to have me a cocktail tonight. But you know what? I guess what's not available to me. I don't know. if Did you hear the story DJ carrot sticks? Uh, by the way. The story I'm about to tell comes from a friend of mine. I put it out there on Facebook. I said I would love. Now that I'm daily, I've got more opportunity to do more stories. Give me some. Give me some ideas and some topics every week, or like some segment segments you want me to do. Well, my buddy Doc uh, Sean Porbin, I call him Doc. He's like, I think you should do a crime segment every week. So I'm like, oh, you know, good idea because I love true crime stories, especially when it involves some really uh, a weird story or something really psychological or really dopey. Like, and so I started researching and I and I um, read that this guy whose last name was che- last name Cheese got arrested for um, trying to rob a pizza delivery guy. I mean, some stories make me laugh. What- <laughs> Thank you. That's the Cracky and Ricochet Show team Show, playing a little a sound effects drama? there. Um, but in the crime segment today, there's a couple of crimes I want to report, BB. one of which is of course by the government BB. that's in, that's in the government groping, uh, crime story, but I guess the world's most expensive bottle of vodka was stolen. There was a bottle of vodka worth a million dollars and in part because it had like six pounds of gold on the outside of this mm-hmm. bottle, some Russian businessman, uh, some some Russian businessman loaned it to a bar in Copenhagen, and they just left it out there next, I guess, to a regular bottle of Stoli. So then, of course, what happens? Some dude breaks in and steals it.
0: because yeah, drunk people don't do crimes, right? <laughs>
3: right. But the thing is, what I was partly what I was laughing about is, you know, if anybody's ever d- drinks a cocktail like I do, that's when I don't – I'm not a huge drinker, but I do like to sip a cocktail. It's like you can't tell the taste between one vodka or the next. Don't lie to me and tell me you can because you can't, you vodka snobs out there. But but hat tip, you know, maybe you can't tell the difference, but a thief got him a $1 million bottle of vodka that I don't know what he's going to do with it because, you know, it's got six pounds worth of gold on it. He can't exactly give it – uh he can't exactly, like – sell it in the open market i, Put I don't a know necklace what could...
8: around it and he can be like a wrapper he can, like a yeah. big gold bottle <laughs> he
3: would be like jay-z maybe we'll see jay-z on the sidelines of the laker game with that bottle around his neck but here's a little piece of government crime going on uh we've been reporting all week long about uh, new laws here in california and here's a little law that nobody's talking about because everybody's been talking about pot this week and sanctuary cities and of course we're going to take a break in a minute we're going to come back and update on immigration uh, but here's a law that just came to. Place here in California, and remember, so goes California. This is, I'm not laughing anymore. This is government, this is government crime going on here, stealing uh, in the form of votes. Because here's what California has done. Nobody's talking about it. They passed a law to, and of course the left, anytime they want to steal from us, anytime they want to overreach, anytime they want to trample our rights, they do it pretending like it's for our own good. Well, here's what the state of California has done. No more neighborhood voting. Did you hear this, DJ Carrot Sticks? Everything's going to be by mail now. Of course, that's to help bolster turnout. No, it's not. It's to help, it's to help election fraud. Because there's no way, you know, we're, here we've got and don't tell me that there's not fraud. We know there have been reports done here in the sanctuary state with the millions of illegals. Uh, we don't know whether Hillary Clinton got three million votes from illegals or whether it was 2,995,000 illegals. We know illegals are voting. We know they're using, they've got um, IDs, false IDs that they've been able to go and get registration cards and all that. We So Republicans and others have been voting for, have been pushing for uh, voter ID laws for a long time. And the left doesn't want it because they want to make the election process open for fraud, rife for fraud. And this is one way in which they're going to do it by removing voting and having everything be done by mail. And nobody's talking about this story. If you can still tapes through, like back in the day with through Columbia house, through the mail, you definitely can
2: you know, vote through the mail. It'd be fraud. Well, You'd yeah. Fraud.
3: Yeah. Anybody, anybody can, can send in and say that they're. I can send in a, you know, a ballot and say that I'm DJ carrot sticks. You know, uh, there's nobody checking. It's, this is crazy. This is just more, this is just more overreach of the government. It's more trying to take the power from the people. It's more about trying to centralize the power to the government. This is, this is about trying to, this is of course the state of California that has open borders, that wants to go to a sanctuary state that for the very purpose of affecting our turnout and and affecting our elections in this country. and um, becoming a permanent democrat voting bloc that and this is just one it's death by a thousand cuts that's what this is about and nobody's reporting on this this week we're gonna take a break we come back we've got i gotta go to the calls because i've got a caller on the line and then we're gonna talk about some other things like what's happening over in iran around the world some freedom fighters going on over there we want to support them and thank you for supporting me here on the andrea k show
6: sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan
7: page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state... Not you will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is Tax and Estate Planning Attorney Brad Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to 66000 dollars in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858
0: HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the Employee of the Month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Salutes the Employee of the Month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, are you stealing from the vending machine? No, Mr. Employee of the Month. Well, your desk is littered with, like, hundreds of snacks.
2: I merely exposed a loophole by reaching my arm through the flap thingy. Does that sound like stealing to you? Yes. If you don't mind hiring
0: Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. Diego.com. Local jobs that work. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The
6: Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We're coming into the final segment of the first week of The AK Show live On the daily drive time, it's been quite a ride this week, and I'm just so grateful that I've had this time. The best part, this has been like the best new year for me because I get a chance to like chat with people, not just do my show, but also take calls from people. And I'm actually going to go to the phones right now. And uh, who is on the line? Welcome to the Andre K. Show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Andre K. Show. You're live and on the air.
10: Uh, Andrea, it's so good to be on the air again. How are you?
3: (laughs) Well, I'm thrilled. Thank you, Bibi, for calling me.
10: You're very welcome. I was informed by your producer that uh, we don't have a whole lot of time, so I think roughly two to three minutes. So uh, whatever you'd like to discuss, uh, we can go with it. I know there was a story about uh, Bitcoin, and it's obviously gaining uh, tremendous traction. Mm -hmm. and. if I could say this in Hebrew even, that there was a spoof of Bitcoin called Matbeat uh, Kelev, which is a dog coin, and for some reason it hid an astounding figure of almost a billion dollars even though it's not even real. So it's, um, uh, we, we live in very interesting times. Let's put it this way, Andrea.
3: Yes, we do. Very interesting and, times. Thank you so much and, for calling me. This is my first week of my show going daily, Bibi. Oh,
10: and I was going to say, Mazal Tov, congratulations uh, on all your success. And uh, I'm grateful to uh, be a part of that and uh, to share with you. So it's a wonderful uh, occasion, not only to start up the new year on a positive, but to have your own show is—it's uh, no easy task. That is for sure.
3: No, it's no easy task, but it's a lot easier than what you're doing over there. Uh, bb and and i 've got to ask you we 've got all these protests going on in Iran actually yeah. reports are coming out today that the um, members of the revolutionary Guard have actually been burning their member IDs today, but then of course the mullahs and the and the regime are, are busing in uh, counter protesters that have been chanting all day today death to America and death to mm. Israel. We need to support those freedom fighters over there that are fighting to overtake the regime don 't we B.B.?
10: well we we most certainly do uh this would be a welcome change there's no question i mean let 's remember uh, not, not to uh rent too much longer here but uh back in the day, you know the Shah of Iran had relations with israel uh Iran and Israel were at one point. Uh, very much involved there was trade uh people traveled back and forth you know our citizens did mm-hmm. and unfortunately since uh the mullahs took over starting with ayatollah khomeini back in 1979 that mm-hmm. that changed everything uh, mm-hmm. sadly so yes uh, it, it, to to have a regime change without firing a single shot would be fascinating uh, it doesn't always work out that way but uh, we'll have to uh you know Wait with abated breath and and really hope for the best. And we, we certainly should support. Uh, these people, and not turn our backs on them.
3: Absolutely, I don't know how they're going to overturn a regime when they when they're a population that's been unarmed. It's one of the reasons why we need to fight for the Second Amendment here in America, because it's hard for for a population to take over a regime when they when they're armed with nothing but some forks or some sp- some spoons from their kitchen. Um, but I don't know if Very you're true. yes, I don't know if you're a fan of the TV show The View, BB. But there was seems that there was an actress from a TV show called The Blackish who's on today. I don't watch this show. But she was on right. today, and I want to get your response to this because I was. This, she's being hailed a hero because she says that they're protesting over there because they stupidly supported a tax plan in Iran, like like the Trump and, and GOP just passed here. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me, girl? The, she is. She really is the left, and, and she's being lauded as though she's a hero because basically she's putting forth the notion that those people are protesting over there. I guess because corporations got lower tax. What? That's insane, isn't it?
10: Well, it, it, it's preposterous, to be honest with you. I mean, number one, the people in Iran are protesting for several reasons. Number one, their economy is uh, is tanking. Their inflation is through the roof. Uh, not to mention, uh, a lot of Iranians uh, do not want uh, their regime to meddle in other people's affairs, uh, such as the case with Syria and Lebanon and and other uh, locations throughout the Middle East. And, and not to mention uh, Formenting terror.
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, their economy is tanking. These people are starving because the regime is taking money like the billions of dollars that was given to them by the Obama administration and funding terror with it. Okay, she's acting as though she's acting as though it's some kind of democracy over there and the people voted in some tax plan like we have right now, and that's what's left them in some dire straits. And oh, by the way, there's a lot of women over there fighting because they don't like Sharia. They don't like female genital mutilation. They don't like being forced to wear the hijab. They don't like being stoned. You know, if, they, if they've and, been uh, raped. I mean, this, the insanity uh, of the left is, is just mind-boggling, Bibi. You're, you're and, such a gentleman.
10: Well, thank you. And, and one more thing. you Keep in mind that time is not on the side of the Iranian regime. I mean, uh, more than half the country is under the age of 31. They have a different belief system. More than half the country was born after uh, the takeover mm-hmm. of uh, the mullahs back in 1979, with, starting with Ayatollah Khomeini. So, Which was aided by you, Jimmy
3: Carter, by the way.
10: Yes. And so when you factor in everything, it's uh, I I believe that uh, this could be the time it would be uh, quite something uh, to see this regime fall. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll have to wait and see what the United States does in terms of uh, what role they do ultimately uh, play in this. But uh, I I think uh, you are going to see a major change in Iran, definitely within the next, couple of years if not sooner uh, one could only hope anyways and that would certainly bring legitimate peace mm-hmm. not uh, peace based on uh, conditions that are impossible to abide by
3: well i guess new sanctions were placed on five companies with links uh to the nuclear program over there so not quite as as harsh of a move the u.s is making right now as i wish that they would um but you know maybe more is to come and bb thank you so much for calling in my show tonight
10: my pleasure, Andrea. It's always an honor. And keep up the great work. And again, congratulations on being on daily.
3: Thank, thank you so much. And of course, you Facebook and, and Andrea Keisha listeners know that that's my buddy, Phil Hirsch. It's not actually BB, but it just you know, makes it fun for me to talk about uh, Iran and different topics like that. When I, and, and I still have the longest living crush. May, now that I'm daily, maybe I can get the real BB. On my show. I would love that so much. It is time for the Hero of the Week and the Stink of the Week awards here on the Andrea K Show. And I think the Stink of the Week has got to be um, this guy, Wolf, with this stinky stench of a book where he even has to admit himself how phony it is. And that is that it's nothing but a but, but what a bunch of pie crust. And you know, uh, Trump has has his awards coming out on Monday, his fake news awards. Um, I, I think he's got to include some of these books uh, like this one that are out because it's all part. It's all part of the same thing, and it's not going to work. That's what the left needs to understand. In part, it's not going to work because the cat's out of the bag. We now know that it, the extent of the media collusion uh, with the left. We know, thanks to twenty four hour media and all the different options for people to get their news. We know what's fake and what's real. And I talked about real versus fake last night. Now my hero of the week it's kind of a tough one to give a hero a week. I mean, so many from Nunes to Grassley. We've got some Republicans are actually starting to try to, do, to try to do the right thing for the American people and drain the swamp and hold some people accountable. But i got to give it to Sarah Huckabee Sanders because what she's been doing, particularly the past few days with this book that's come out, with the Bannon feud and everything that's going on, I think she's done an absolutely masterful job in answering to the fake news and, and particularly with everything going on uh, with a silent coup in effect so she's my hero thanks for being with me and i'm going to be right back here monday and every night 6 to 7 p.m on a.m 1170 the answer have a great week love you all
0: the andrea k show is sponsored by andrea k